And we're live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's live stream. Happy to be here with you. Today's Monday, September 20th, 2021. Holy crap, there's so much going on all at once. Major storm clouds brewing. Uh, so just give me a sec. Let's just make sure this is all good to go. And then we got a lot to go through. How are y'all doing? How are things in your neck of the woods? Let me know in the comments. Okay. So we called this episode, what did I call it again? <laughs> Something about a storm, storm clouds brewing. There's a story behind this. I'm going to flesh it out, but it made me think of one of my favorite quotes of all time. It's that warrior one where it goes, fate whispers to the warrior, you cannot withstand the storm. And the warrior whispers back, I am the storm. You're the storm. I'm the storm. The truth is the storm. And it's coming for holy hell, let me tell you. So what are we going to start with today? Well, let me just say hello to you all, let you get comfy. Check out everybody on the foxhole. How you doing, fam? What's up? Fire in the hole. That's right. Welcome, welcome. Good to see you all. Checking all my peeps over on Rockfin. How you doing? We got some DLive folks in here. We got some Twitch folks in here. My name is Vanina. I feel like the thunder in all of this. Yes. You got to be the thunder, the lightning, the hail, the rain, the whole ball of wax especially to survive our times. And so, wow, where to begin? I'm going to take you through um, some of the stuff I've been looking at, which is a lot. I take in a lot. I got people messaging me from all over. And so if you guys are messaging me and emailing me and I'm not getting back to you, it's not because I don't love you. It's because I am inundated at the moment and I'm trying to stay focused on editing chapter three of Cult of the Medics, which is going to be, speaking of storms, woo, it's going to be a good one. Very proud of it. It's good, guys. It's been good for me. It gives me something very creative to do to vent my rage, frustration, excitement, anticipation, all the words all jumbled into one. And so if you haven't checked it out yet, please go check out cultofthemedics.com and share that shit. Help me get the word out. I have been put in a bubble of shadow banning for quite some time. This project, you don't have to share all my stuff, but if you share anything, please help me get Cult of the Medics out there. It is crucial information. I put at least 80 to 100 hours into each episode just editing the thing together um, and we're going to keep building this out over the next six to eight months. And then it's just beginning because there's so much more to add to all of that. And I want to do a shout out to, um, uh, oh my God, my I'm drawing a blank here. <clears throat> rise apparel. There you go. Speaking of rising up rise apparel, shout out to you guys. Uh, we got some exciting announcements on that coming out soon. They're going to help sponsor this whole enterprise and get me some cool, the swag for you all. Uh, it's really, really good. Some artistic designs. They're going to help me market this. So thank you so much, guys. You've done amazing work. I look forward to when we get that rocking. Um, and yes, chapter two, we streamed it last time. 
but go check out the one that is not glitched up by the internet stream. Go look over. It's over on Vimeo. It's on all the platforms now. Rumble, BitChute, Brighteon, Vimeo. Uh, you can get both first, first and second chapter plus a bonus chapter that I put up there. And yes, I will be getting my chapter two notes out for you guys real soon. It's going to keep you real busy. I didn't even get to half of it in that chapter. So I have to distill it into the other chapters. But yeah, let's get back to the stuff about the storm. Um, let me go ahead and share screen. It's going to really help me. Now, what kind of view do we want? We're going to do, let's do this view. Okay. So speaking of storms, thinking of plans, thinking of trusting things and all this good stuff going around. Um, let me just quickly comment on that. Well, let me allow Wendy Rogers to comment on that because she had a brilliant tweet. I just retweeted it. And she said, when they say trust the plan, realize that you and I, we are the plan. We must save this country. And you can extrapolate that out of the political spectrum as well. You don't have to just think about it in political terms. You are engaged in your plan for this life. And if you want to live a life of freedom and you want to live in the truth, then you have to be the plan for your life. Don't let other people tell you what to think. You have to think for yourself. And that's what this is really all about. And I know there's a lot of voices and there's a lot of opinions and you don't know sometimes which way is up, but that's the storm. You're in the eye of the storm. And sometimes it's helpful to just simply observe what's going on. Take notes Keep revisiting these things, see where you stand, but in the end, just know that the truth can't be suppressed forever. And I think that what we're seeing is the effects. We're living in the world of effects, right? The effects of the cause, which is that consciousness is expanding. People are snapping out of their media-induced trance, and they are starting to see the world with fresh eyes. I've got many stories to tell you about that. Um, and yeah, you know what? Before we, let me tell you a couple of things before we go into full sharing mode here. So I was, I had a day the other day. I had a rough day. Just, you know, things build up over time. You don't pay attention. Things are flying by all the time, constantly. We're researching, then we're doing, trying to do real life you got kids, family, a gazillion people question, messaging me and texting me and they all want my opinions and they want all this stuff. And I, I just got to the point where I'm like, I am feeling pretty, I had a pessimistic moment where I'm like, oh my God, it's overwhelming. And I'm sure you've all had it. It's been a roller coaster, hasn't it? Where even I, as strong as I am in my belief of the fact that uh, we're going to make it through this in the end. You know, you run into those people, you run into those pieces of information that make you go, are they just going to shut down this whole world, lock us all up into concentration camps, do away with us, build the transhumanist globalist future that doesn't include more than half the world's population? And are we just totally screwed or what? How can you not think about that, right? And that's that doubt. That's that. That's your adversary. This is the battle you have to fight. That even if that is what ends up happening, which I seriously don't believe it will, the, the much more I feel rational and um, 
the old part of my soul starts to speak to me and reminds me, hey, kid, stop doubting. You're not alone. Never been alone. And even if you were, you're strong enough to get through this shit. And its truth is going to win out. Good is going to triumph over evil. Every lie will be revealed in time. This is happening because it has to happen. This is happening exactly the way that it has to happen. On the higher cosmic universal level of whatever's going on that we're all trying to figure out and put together. And we get little smoke signals here and there. And so I had to have this little battle with myself. So I go to my place. I go to my church. I go across the, uh, across the way, right on the ocean, up on a cliff. It's where all the eagles come and take a poop and then take off. <laughs> Don't worry, I didn't sit in the eagle poop. Um, and I'm looking out over the ocean. And I can see, I can see you guys. I can see the U.S. coast. I can see uh, the mountains there. And I, it was a beautiful, sunny day. But I could see that the mountains that I usually get to look at were completely obscured by storm clouds. And I went, hmm, crazy. It's kind of how I feel right now, where part of me, it's bright and sunny, and another part feels this ominous presence of storm clouds coming. And so I sat there for probably about three hours. I just sat, I literally, I left my phone at home. I just sat there. And I just processed it. I could feel it in my solar plexus, the sick, not sick, that's the wrong word, uh, attention. You know what I'm talking about? And I didn't know what it was. And I realized that, you know, there's a lot of reasons why we feel these types of things, right? Obviously, I'm feeling the weight of humanity right now uh, in terms of looking at these kids that have to wear these masks these teens that are getting myocarditis and dying of heart attacks when they're perfectly healthy and in their athletic prime, um, seeing the lies and the deception and just listening to all these speeches of people, these politicians, you know, Dan Andrews and Trudeau and these sniveling little rats, you know, coming out and just trying to stir the pot, read the script, keep the programming in there, keep installing the fear. But I feel, and then I watch it working on people that I know, smart people, people that should know better, falling for it. And it crushes my soul when I'm like, what? How could you fall for this? Still, how many months has it been of this insanity? It's obvious. It's my inner voice like going, what is it going to take? <laughs> What's it going to take? So I'm sitting there stewing with all these emotions and feelings. And then I notice that the storm clouds are literally just like slowly drifting over towards me. And I'm like, and it was one of those days where when the sun is out, it's warm. But when that sun is behind a cloud, you need a coat, like it's cold. And so I'm like, please don't block out the sun. I just need a few more minutes of sun. I've been locked up in my studio editing all day. I needed some sun. Don't take this from me. And sure enough, the sun got completely blotted out. And then the, the, the mist starts coming in. Then the rain starts coming in, gets darker, gets more. And then the smell, you can just start to smell the fall. Like you, it was almost like in that moment, it became autumn. <laughs> it was like a moment before it was the summer. And then it just transitioned into fall right in front of my eyes. And I went, wow, crazy. 
And then that brought all kinds of nostalgic memories. Just that smell brought all these memories of me out with the kids uh, doing stuff, you know, usually around fall, we go and get apple pies and go fly around in the leaves and do all that fun stuff. And uh, I came back and it took me like another hour before I actually started to feel better. And it was just amazing metaphor that there was a physical storm that just came in and took over my bright sunny day in the physical world. And that was exactly how I felt inside. And have you ever had that where there's like correspondence with what's going on in nature? Where you feel something and then you go out and nature's feeling it too? <laughs> it's great. It's quite the thing. But um, after I really sat through, I found that quote. And that's like, I know that everybody has that quote about the storm. You are the storm, I'm the storm. But I don't know, it has special meaning for me and I hope it has special meaning for you being listeners of Truth Warrior, uh, that that has a special meaning for you. That you might be the only one in your network that's gonna get it and that's gonna have the courage to stand for what you believe in. And fate is going to whisper to you. Other people have rendered it as the devil's going to whisper to you, you know, you cannot withstand the storm. It's the voice of doubt. The voice of doubt. And it takes that inner warrior that you have inside of you to stand up and go, no, I am the storm. So bring it. I'm used to the storm. I was raised in storms. I've been through many storms before. This is just another storm in a long series of storms that tempered me and shaped me and molded me and gave me the strength to go through this storm, which is the mother of all storms that we're about to go through, my friends. And I think you know it. I think you feel it. Do you feel it? I'm talking about the big storm here. Whatever you think about anonymous posters on Acoon or any of these kinds of things, just put that aside for a second or not. It's up to you, however you want to look at it. I know everybody's got their opinion on this stuff, but something has changed and something is changing and something is going on. I don't always know what it is. It's a moving thing. It, it's an, it, we're, we're witnessing history. We're in uncharted waters. Opinions be damned. The truth is all I care about. Um, but I do feel like we are in a time where there is a storm of what the storm is for me. And I hope there are good people in high places that are about to leash, unleash storms on those who've done great evil uh, and expose all the traitors and all that stuff. But even without that, this, the bigger storm, the universal cosmic storm that planet Earth and this galaxy is finding itself in right now is a storm of energy because of the timing that we find ourselves in. The galactic timing, the, the timing of the planet, the timing of whatever time you're in in your life. Uh, the fact that we, we're knowing more and more that consciousness affects reality to certain degrees. And if more people are conscious of how the world really operates, that has a butterfly, hundredth monkey type effect on the overarching field of consciousness uh, that is there. And so there's a storm happening in that arena in that arena and we're witnessing the effects of that play out in things like all the elections, all the pandemic, the vaccine passports, you know, the wiener laptops, the, you know, 
John McAfee, Telegram channels, whatever. Like it's all just, this is all effects of something bigger that's brewing in the energetic consciousness field of all things that uh, we're watching play out in front of our eyes. At least that's how I see it. I know everybody has their own way, but I think we all feel deep down that there are some great and terrible things coming. But with great and terrible things also come the best things. It's a weird thing that happens. I don't know why that is. It's just the way it is. I know that just because I know enough about my life. I know that it took great storms, great pressure, great challenge, trauma, loss, embarrassment, failure to wake me up to a new gear that I didn't know I had, to activate a better vision that I didn't have before. I needed those things. And so I've learned over the years, as hard as it is, to be grateful to the trauma in my life, to be grateful for the adversaries and my enemies and those that have abused. And I, I'm grateful for them all. Grateful for the trolls. Grateful for the Justin Trudeaus of the world. You guys are going to hate me, but hold, stay with me. I'm grateful for the Joe Biden fake mask wearing actor guys of the world, whatever that guy is. We don't know. Do you see that thing with the earpiece? Is that real? I don't know. It's some weird stuff going on with Sleepy Joe. Um, I'm grateful for Dan Andrews. I'm grateful for uh, Peter O'Toole, no, Aaron O'Toole. I'm grateful for George Soros. I'm grateful for Bill Gates. I'm grateful for Nancy Pelosi. And you're cringing as I say every single one, aren't you? And I know it. But you know why I'm grateful for them, my friends? Because they are our greatest teachers. Hate to say it. Great, not in the way that they're great. These are the scum of the universe. But they're great because they teach us not on purpose. This is not what they're trying to do. They are, <laughs> they are not involved in a grand conspiracy to awaken humanity. They are just operating as soulless husks that just seek power control and live off their left brain prison. Uh, but it ends up working out that they're your best teachers because what's the old, I don't know what the old saying is. There's the whole concept of your greatest teacher is always your adversary, not your sensei. Somebody told me that once. I think my karate, my karate instructor told me that. He went, your greatest teacher, man, is not going to be me. It's going to be one of the, the best fight you're ever going to have. The best, the challenge, the guy that's goading you at the tournaments. The guy that is always kind of trying to outshine you and stalk you. Like you get like these little trolls and psychic vampires in your life. Uh, and then you end up having to face them one day. And it's that adversary. It's going to teach you them all the lessons you need. And then that kind of adversary, well, you'll, you've beat that level. Like in a video game, you've beat that boss already. You never have to face them again. You move on to greater adversaries. Have you noticed like if you make big changes in your life and you win those battles internally, you don't face those same kinds of challenges anymore. You graduate, right? You go from yellow belt and orange belt and green, right? At least that's how I like to think of it. So maybe we need humanity. Imagine a big plan here, bigger than you can imagine. 
in order for a great awakening to happen within each and every one of us, not just some collective thing where we're just all chanting in the streets. And that that's not, to me, that's not really awakening. It's just signs that people are starting to realize that they've been lied to and there's a lot of corruption going on. That's only the beginning though. That's only the beginning. The real great awakening is a great stirring of your humanity. And the only time that can happen is when you face evil and corruption and tyranny and lies and deception. You, In order to come to greater truths, in order to find and connect to the real spirit of what freedom really is, you need adversaries to truth. You need adversaries to freedom. As much as it sucks, think about it on a soul level. This is what we all signed up for. This is why we're here, here for the school of hard knocks. We didn't come here for ponies and rainbows. That's how I look at it. So that those ideas are what comforted me and got me back in the game and really go, okay, yes, yes, yes. Stop listening to this sometimes and listen to that ancient part of you. You all have an ancient voice in you. You can call it the voice of God, voice of whatever, higher self. You doesn't name it, decorate it however you want. It's there. And it speaks to you when you listen. And I've learned that you can't, like turn the volume of that thing up. You have to turn the noise and the clutter of your mind and all your, your ego and you know, the left brain and the, the fretting and the worrying and the angst, you got to turn that shit down. And the voices of everybody else trying to tell you what to think and who to believe and who to trust. You got to turn all that shit down in order to have the ability to hear that still small voice, the real voice, the voice of the truth that never lies to you. So there's my little segue here. And with that, let's do some 3D stuff here. So I really like the way Wendy Rogers, I tweeted a bunch of stuff from her today. I usually tweet out a bunch of stuff in advance. Hey, there it is pinned to my uh, Twitter guys. It's pinned there if you need it, if you need the link. Okay, this was good from QT at Anon, QT Anon. Just breaking down what COVID really means. Control, oppress, victimize, isolate, divide. <laughs> it's science. I thought that was cool. Really well done with the acronym. We always know that there are subliminal meanings to everything. And we can see that this is what this shit was brought here for. Control, oppression, victimization, isolation, division. And why would they want to employ those tools on humanity? because they know that our power lies in the opposite of these things. Self-control, not oppression, impression. Not victims, but victors. We love to be victors. We don't want to be victims. Well, some people do, but not us. Not us lions. Isolation. The only time I isolate is when I need to do shit like that, when I need to go and listen to the still small voice, when I need to go connect to God, nature, spirit, I isolate. But then I come back. I come back down the mountain and I hang out with my wolf pack, my family, the people around me that inspire me and that I learn from. Division. We don't want division. Humanity seeks connection, empathy. So we want the opposite of these things. So in order for them to obtain illegitimate power over you, and try to con you into believing that you don't have any power, that freedom is just some abstract brain 
thing that Sam Harris is still stuttering, trying to figure out. Uh, but there's no free will. There's no freedom. That's all just a big abstract philosophical mumbo jumbo. They want you to believe that because they're trying to bring in an artificial construct reality. That's even more artificial than the one they've already created for you. So in order to do those things, they need to divide you. They need to isolate you. They need you living in fear because they understand one thing very well. And I'm talking about these architects, these architects of control, these, uh, the people who are the deep staters, you know, all the people we talk about, name them what you want. Basically, they're human beings that sold their souls who don't have that anymore. So they need to prey off of those who have that. And so they work within the energy field of fear because fear is the gateway to power. This is, this is a cult of power. It's a cult of death and power. And, uh, the, the reason it's a cult of death and power is because these people are dead soul. They're dead zombie husks. They're not animated with the same, the same way you are. They've sold that part of themselves in exchange for illegitimate power in the world. So they've got to taunt you. They've got to keep this is what the, and the, the media, the, these journalists don't, don't, um, don't think that they are intelligent enough to be in on all of this. They're just following orders, reading scripts. I mean, some of them might be for sure, but I'm saying the top level, these, the media is owned and controlled by very few people. We covered that in a recent podcast, getting into Vanguard, BlackRock, you know, the six major corporations, et cetera. You can go check that out, but they are the mouthpieces that work on behalf of those who seek power and they want to seek more power. And they also are working really hard to maintain their power. And they found that fear rules. It's very simple. So the opposite is what we need to do here. Opposite of all this stuff. Um, so what other things that I have? Okay, we got some elections. Okay, I'll just jump into this right now. Okay, so right now today in Canada is the election. That was foisted upon us by Justin Castro Trudeau. Because we know he's going to rig it. Well, at least I do. Um, I think they're going to rig it with the mail-in ballots and the whole thing. They're doing the same thing here in Canada. Um, I don't think Justin Trudeau would have called for an election um, unless he knew he was going to win. Because he had a minority government and he wanted to go for the gold, which was a majority government. And um, so he threw this thing on us last minute. And guys, I've got to tell you, in Canada... The speed at which this small political party, the People's Party of Canada, has exploded. They're calling it the Orange Crush. Have you seen my... Uh... Well, before I snap to that, check this out. Just to give you an idea, okay? This is how many people follow... Can I zoom in on this? Yeah. This is how many people follow Maxime Bernier, who's the leader of the People's Party of Canada. 158.6 thousand followers. Oh, he's actually just gotten 600 more followers than Aaron O'Toole, who is one of the official, he's the leader of the conservative party. And in you guys probably don't know much about Canadian politics if you're not here, and I don't blame you uh, for not. But we call it the Uniparty in Canada. It's, our, it's the uh, NDP, the New Democratic Party, Marxists, 
the conservative party, which is not conservative at all. It'd be like your rhinos in the US. Okay. So the conservatives in Canada, not all of them, but the, the political establishment level people, um, they're all in on the great reset. They're like Dan Crenshaw and all those people, right? Like they're all just, they're playing the other side of the fence, right? You vote for Mason A or Mason B. That's how it's been in Canada, playing ping pong between these two parties, the conservatives, the liberals, right? So, you have, so the uniparty is the liberals, the conservatives, and the NDP. Then you got your smaller little parties because we don't have to just have two parties here in Canada, nor do we have to only have elections every four years. We can call elections anytime we want. A little bit different. Um, that the only it's so weird because all of Canada went well. Even liberals that I know they hate Justin Trudeau. They're like, get rid of this Trudeau guy. It's he's this ridiculous. He's an embarrassment. Everybody's starting to see that. So they're all like, go vote for the only other alternative, which is the Conservative Party. And I'm like, I happen to know some inside things about what's going on with the leadership of the Conservative Party. I've also looked at the track record. This guy O'Toole has already been flip-flopping on stuff and he's not even elected yet. He took the mantle from Shear, Andrew Shear, who was the leader before him. And he's already flip-flopping on carbon taxes. He did this really lame little video with Jagmeet Singh, leader of NDP, Justin Trudeau, and himself and a few other people. I don't even know who they are. Uh, where they were doing this little socially distanced roundtable video that was really, really lame about how you need to go and take a vaccine. And it's the only way to get out of the pandemic. And the only difference between what Trudeau, and they're all standing in the same room with a big smile and passing the next part of the script, like a bunch of college girls back and forth to each other. Go, okay, your turn. Oh, well, for us, the vaccine means more jobs. That's all you get from the conservatives now. It's not... Freedom, let's just, you know, freedom to choose, bodily autonomy, go back to the Charter of Rights, Constitution, less government, la la la. That's not the conservatives in Canada. The conservatives in Canada are the, basically the, another wing of liberal light. That's what it is. The party, not the people. There's a lot of great conservative people in Canada. There's people that I know who voted conservative generationally. And they all went and switched to the People's Party because the platform, say what you want about Maxime. Okay, because everybody's going to come on here and go, Maxime is blown off by the globalists. He used to be a banker. He's an insider. He got all this money from the liberals. He's all this. He's all that. Yeah, yeah. Keep, you know, let's just see how it all plays out. The party has been the most consistent party in advocating for a return to the fundamental founding principles of Canada. Bring it back to the Charter of Rights. Bring it back to uh, small government. Uh, free market economy, so separating the federal government from the economy. You never hear Canadian politicians talk about any of this stuff. Uh, he's the only one who's literally been marching at the protests against vaccine passports and mandates. Um, and so the way I look at it, guys, let me just come back for a minute here because I already see stuff in the comments. Hold the panic, okay? Just calm, take a breath, pan Stop the panic for a minute because there's a bigger game that we can play here. Let me just comment quickly on the political situation in Canada. There's a bigger game we can play. In my opinion, the People's Party rose up as a result of the vacuum that was created by the Conservative Party. By the fact that they, on the political level, were spineless cowards, were advocating for globalist UN policies just with a different script. 
and a slightly less obvious one. You know what I mean? That's all it was. But when you know what you're looking at, you know you're looking at, and I just know because I grew up and my parents and grandparents, they've all been flip-flopping between liberals and conservatives in this country for decades and decades, and nothing has changed. The debt is sky high. It's in the trillions. Uh, we're, we're just, we're not even a country anymore. We're the first world's first post-national state, according to our prime minister. Uh, doesn't seem to matter what we do. Doesn't matter if we get Stephen Harper in, who's a Bilderberger, trilateral commission, whole deal. Um, you know, I know he's also into a lot of, he's, he's a Mason, man. These guys are all Masons. Uh, it doesn't matter. Ping pong. That's what we've been playing. So, if Maxine goes in and he gets some seats in the federal, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to say, oh, Maxime's going to win the election. That, that's, we got this thrown at us with it, with like three weeks notice. And everybody that I know, everybody that I know that still talks to me is voting PPC. And they come from all political parties. They're like, I'm voting PPC. Everybody that I know. Over a hundred people in my community and my whole family, well, my whole immediate family went and voted for PPC together on the same day. Uh, it's, 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 it's exploding. And you know why? Forget about what you think about, oh, voting won't save anything. I see it already. We're not going to be able to vote our way out of this. I never said we'd be able to vote our way out of this. That's not what this is. You got to see the big battlefield here and have strategy. Okay. Um, we saw that it's people are voting for principles. That's why they're, that's why they're voting for PPC. That's why they're even getting up and voting. I have so many friends of mine that have never voted in their life or they used to vote, realized it was a sham and stopped voting. And now they're getting up to go vote for the PPC. So the PPC is going to get a whole boatload of people from a lot of different parties. A lot of conservatives are switching. You can see them switching their signs out. I drive up one street. I was driving down. It was like a week ago. And it was like conservative, 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 liberals, conservative, conservative, liberal. Like, and it was like, whoa, all those signs are PPC today. So what's happening is that because the average person in Canada who's mostly been disengaged with politics and even the ones that were a bit engaged with it, you know, we kind of got used to the fact that it wouldn't matter who you got in. It was all going to go up shit creek. But now they're seeing an option that when you actually read the party plan, the entire foundation of what the party was built on and the whole thing, and they've been consistent from the whole way through, people are voting for the policies. And it's become kind of a single, vote, a single issue vote right now, which is the passport. There is no other party. If you're going to play in the political arena, there is no other option if you don't want to go down the Great Reset path with mandatory, the whole deal, the passports and the whatever's going on in Australia, it's going to come here soon. People see it coming. They don't want it. So what I'm seeing is this is a good way for us. Whatever ends up happening today, I think it's, I don't know what time it's going to be over and they're probably going to come out and go, guys, we still got to count all those mail-in ballots, uh, you know, that just probably are going to be all for Trudeau. Um, what's interesting is I'm seeing a similar vibe in Canada as to what I saw when I was following all the American election stuff where we might have to call Wendy Rogers and get her here in Canada so we can do some audits <laughs> after to see. We're going to have to do audits in Canada, but it would be a good thing. It would be a good thing because 
I want to know, I don't care about the people that get in. I don't, I want to know in Canada, in the country that I'm involved in, that I live in, how many people are against this tyranny and want the old Canada back and want to even fix that? Like how many people are sick and tired of bullshit? I'm looking this as this as a measurement system. If we could get an accurate tally of all the people that voted for the PPC party, we would have a really good pulse as to how many people in this country are waking up because it takes a lot of balls to vote for that party because everybody around you, even your uncles and friends and family that are all conservative and they're on your side about not having all these mandates, they're still telling everybody to go vote conservative. So somebody that's going to vote PPC is already thinking because they're also the only party that's talking about globalism and the UN agenda. Like it's in the policy. It's like in the speech. Maxime's like down with the new world order, down with the great reset. Like it's like right. He sounds like a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> according to the media. They call him that all the time. And then I see, I see the same thing with Max that we saw with Trump, which was that the media throws nothing but shade at the guy, calls him a white supremacist, calls him a racist, calls him homophobic, calls him anti-science, calls him everything under the sun. He also challenges the carbon tax. He challenges, he wants to get Canada out of the Paris climate agreement. He wants to get, you know, so he would be considered the most extreme option according to normies here in this country. So people that are going to vote for that, for the policies, if the guy could gets in and his whole policy, his whole platform was based on all these principles. And then he just goes, sorry, guys, uh, joke's on you. We're going to be like, and he's a big globalist plant shill that's working for the Rockefellers or something. It would be, that would be the end. It would be the end before it was the beginning of anything. So I'm willing to take that risk um, because there's no, I mean, I, I usually wouldn't even play in the political arena in Canada at all. But I want to know what Canadians think and what they are thinking about right now. And if they're voting PPC, they're, wide, they're much more awake than people in Canada I would have ever given credit for just because of what's going on in the background and what this is all about. So I just want to put that out there. And then really quickly, I won't bore you too much with this Canadian politics stuff, but it's, it's election day. I've got to do a little bit on it. And this is all part of the storm, okay? There's so many things happening. This is just one of the things happening, okay? Got a lot more things to get into. So someone posted this on Facebook. I have a little Shadow Secret Ninja account on there that I hacked in order to get in, and I can only use it on my... It's really weird. I don't know how they let me in because Facebook, the app, always follows you around offline. So every time I would delete it, re-download the app, try to set up a new account, it would still recognize me. Then I put my VPN on, do it again. It would still recognize me. I'm like, oh my God. I finally hacked it and found a way to get in. So I can't see Messenger or anything, but I can still post. And I got a few friends over there now. Um, I mostly just kind of went on there to get the back of some of my friends who were having some issues. So that was the only reason. But anyways, I found myself on this thread and some guy posted this. It said, I personally like and respect Maxime Bernier and I appreciate his end the lockdown caucus and other stands that he has made. That being said, people should remind themselves that Max and the PPC are out of power. They do not have even one solitary seat. Thus, they have nothing to lose and everything to gain. When one is in such position, it is easy to promise the world, particularly when you know you will never have to deliver. 
Max has said several times on various interviews that at best, he hopes to win a few seats. Therefore, he will never have to keep his promises. A word to the wise. And I went, okay, that's a fair point. However, here's my response. I said, or it could be that, or this was never about Maxime Bernier. This was about giving the average Canadian a banner under which to unite and connect to like-minded people across the country to work on lasting solutions from the local level all the way up to the federal level. So if this is some grand conspiracy to split the vote and keep Castro in, why, why would they even need to do this if they can just do election fraud? Because Canadians have never audited anything ever when it comes to elections, in, in my knowledge. So it would be completely unaware of it. It would be possible. They're also under the illusion that because we do a lot of paper, because we do paper ballots here, that they can't rig that, which that's the oldest form of voting there is. If you think they don't know how to rig that, I don't know what to tell you. They're also rolling out the mail-in ballots, which is a massive problem if you've been following what's going on in the U.S. Um, so... What another way of interpreting that exact same scenario is that we have to, it's so swampy here in Canada. We've been so asleep and apathetic and flaky for so long that we aren't going to have a quick fix. It's going to have to be the long game. And what am I going to do? Go and vote for Aaron O'Toole, who I know for a fact is a globalist shill, my friends. Like that is clear in his policies, in his behavior. You can just feel it already flipping around on stuff. It's just, I've seen this stuff too many times. I also happen to know a few things that I can't get into where I probably wouldn't survive the week. Okay. Um, but let's just go with that. I'm not going to vote for something that is another version of what I'm trying to take out here when it comes to Trudeau. I'm a person of principle. I don't care if he doesn't even get any seats. I'm still going to vote for that or I'm going to spoil my vote. Those are the two options. But what about the bigger game of if you understand how human psychology works and the fact that people have been under this trance and this is the only way they know, they only know how to go and protest with signs, they only know political solutions, that's all people think about, right? So in order to get them to the level of understanding, we don't even need this political shit, okay? We can't start there with people. We have to meet people where they're at. Write that down on a piece of paper, a sticky note. Meet people where they're at, not where you're at. It will serve you well. Put on a sticky note and put it on your computer and just read it every morning. Some advice from, I used to be, I coach for a living. You can't, if I'm a third degree black belt in jujitsu and I try to teach a white belt, third degree black belt level understanding of jujitsu, it ain't going to come through. I'm going to do the more disservice than service. So I have to boil it down. Remember what it was like to be a white belt. Cause I was a white belt too. I didn't, I was like a baby deer. We didn't know what the hell I was doing, falling all over, looking like an idiot. This is just what happens when you start something new, right? Everything is hard at first. My coaches were able to boil down concepts that they were probably like light years ahead on, but they were able to boil it down into little steps to help me get to the next level. If they would not have done that, I wouldn't be able to have achieved that level of success in my career to then go on and teach other people. So if you really want to win the battle and you really want to help wake people up, 
and share the truth with people. You can't just bombard them with the level of understanding that you currently have. It's going to go and they're going to tune out and it's too much. That's another reason why you get that glazed over look. It's not just because the information is so, you know, incredible. It's because it's too much at once. It's like a machine gun blast to the head. So you got to find a way to boil things down into ways that people can understand. So if we apply that to the situation, average Canadians are not in the know of geopolitics, the whole global situation, the real thing that's going on. They've been watching mainstream media. They went to public schools. They're good people that were just taught by the wrong people. So to unprogram that, you can't just go, hey, uh, let's all become anarchists and just go live in a, you know, like, and just fight. It's not a viable solution for most people. So when I said prior that we have to fight this battle on numerous fronts, that's what I'm talking about. Because the battleground is the human mind. That's where the enemy fought that battle, colonized the mind, programmed the mind, and now everybody's moving through like puppets on strings. If these strings are to be cut and you're to help free people and show them that, hey, stop trusting known liars and criminals, let's, have a, let's find other solutions, they, you, we need to meet them where they're at. And that's what I see with this, is an opportunity to put a flag in the ground and say, guys, under this banner, we're fighting for freedom. We're taking back our country. And if you love your country and you love your freedom and you love having the right to have a private, private property, the first private property being your body, and you don't want the government meddling with that, this is the banner we're under. Whatever happens in the official election or the, with the official guy, I don't even care. The policies are there. The spirit of freedom is there. The people involved in those parties, the people that are in the local level, this is the other strategy that needs to be understood here is that this isn't just about winning the federal level. The PPC party of Canada has more representatives on the local level than all the other parties. Which means, if you guys remember Rosa Corey, rest in peace. I featured her in chapter two of Cult of the Medics because it was really important to get the big picture of what's going on with this UN World Economic Forum banker vanguard agenda. And um, what she said, I don't know if she said it in that clip, but what she has said for years is that the way that they got sustainable development agenda 21 in to your countries without you knowing it was that they didn't do it from the federal level down. They actually did it and built it from the city council level in your local city, town, state, province. They built it there and then it started to flush upwards, which was different than normal, which is why nobody saw it. So if we see that, we go, okay, so strategically, isn't it interesting that the strategy of the People's Party was to get a lot of local representatives on the city council level, right into your local community, your school boards, everything. Start there, get lots of representation by actual Canadians that are here for the, their old stock Charter of Rights Canadians, okay? And there's a mix, just so you know. It's not all, the media is going to go, look at all those white supremacists. It's the most mixed party in the country, guys. It's even more mixed than the liberals now. It's, amazing. it's people from all backgrounds. Because guess what? 
this mass immigration into our country, it's kind of starting to backfire. You know why? Because people were brought in from this to this country who were fleeing tyranny in their countries. So they're coming here going, well, we were coming here for freedom. Uh, what the hell's wrong with all the average Canadians? They don't see what's going on. They're doing the same thing to your country that they did in my country. And so those people are now switching their votes to PPC because they know, oh, everything else is basically either communism or fascism or globalism. It's at the local level, though. So take heart, my fellow Canadians, as you watch with bated breath, hoping that maybe Maxime's going to get in. I don't think he's going to get in. Hopefully we get him some seats at the table so that whichever clown gets in, it's probably going to be Trudeau. Because uh, he wouldn't have held this election if he didn't have assurances that this was going to be cinched, okay? But if we, could get, if we could keep a minor liberal government or a minor uh, conservative government with PPC voices at the table at the federal level, that would be a win. It's a good start for a last-minute turnaround, okay? Brand new party. The big game is going to be at the local level where people just like us and I'm not getting, I'm not running for shit. I'm not doing any of this political stuff. I'm just going to support the people because I know a lot of these people and they're good people. That's where we can make some change is at the local level. And this is also a strategy I would say is smart to do in this situation. We're all in, no matter what country you're in right now with this globalist takeover of your country um, is don't just focus on the federal level. Get into the local level and support those people. Find good people. Look what happened in some of these states with the critical race theory, where whole teams of parents went in and shut down the school district, took it over, and now parents run the school district because of the critical race theory bullshit and the, you know, transgender story times and the uh, and the masking and the vaccine passports and the whole deal. They the parents went in and took it over, and now they run the school district. Like it's that's to me that's that's major wins. That's people participating in their community to secure their freedom and make sure we don't get any of these slime in there. So there's my rant on the Canadian election situation. You guys can uh, think about it on your own. I've been posting, I think, some pretty good videos on that. But let's continue. So there are many factions of the storm. And another thing I want to say is I had posted this on Telegram. A gentleman brought this to my attention. He said, it's not just Canada that's going through this election right now. There are... Elections. Oh, maybe I scrolled up too much. There's a few different countries that have elections going on. Yeah, Germany, Canada, and Iceland are all having big elections this week. Eyes on. Uh, so Western countries, there's so people all over the West are realizing something big is going on, and they are trying the political solution right to the nth degree. And I'll tell you why. Because if we don't try that, and we're getting censored, all over social media and you can't talk to anybody and your friends and family are all shutting the door, then we're at a point, we're going to get to a point really, really quick where we might actually have to fight physically for our freedom. And nobody wants that because that would be an absolute nightmare disaster. It would be horror like you've never seen before. So um, we are trying every possible way to do this peacefully every possible way, on every front. And I think that's a smart thing to do. 
Um, although, do I think that this probably this whole thing's probably rigged? I'm sure it is. But I'm here for the people that are going with the idea of the party. It's the same reason I supported many different types of factions throughout my time in this alternative research community, because I'm here for everybody. Anybody that's seeking the truth, I don't care what what belief you have or what clan you come from or what tribe you come from. If you're fighting for truth, freedom, and justice, let's just bury the hatchet on all the other issues. We can work that out later. Let's just, let's, let's all work together to preserve the freedom to disagree and share and debate and research and find the truth together um, rather than throwing all these slings and arrows at each other while the enemy is all aligned in their purpose, organized, working on it 24-7, committed, well-funded, and we're all fighting with each other. So let's bury the hatchets and let's just get to the end goal and then we can hash out all those other things later, okay? That's my opinion. Uh, so let me go back to my sh screen share and let's play a few things here because there's a lot of interesting things going on. So we got that. Okay, this is, let's get into the, the pandemic for a second. Have you guys seen this? Um, apparently, and guys, you got to help me fact check all this stuff, but we're going to hear the guy out here. Former vice president of the World, or the World Health Organization European Advisory Group says unvaccinated people are not dangerous. Vaccinated people are dangerous and should be quarantined. Whoa. Now, that's interesting. I'm not really for anybody being quarantined unless there's like absolutely no other choice here. But I find this interesting that the it's all starting to change. So let's just hear this like a minute, I think. Uh, vaccinated people uh, uh, are at risk for the new variants and transmitted. It's proven now in different countries. So vaccinated people should be put in quarantine and should be isolated from the society. And unvaccinated people are not dangerous. Vaccinated people are dangerous for others. It's proven in Israel now, uh, as I'm in contact with many physicians in Israel, uh, they have a big problems. Uh, now, severe cases in the hospitals are among vaccinated people. And uh, in UK also, you, you had a larger uh, vaccination program and also there are problems. Like that's, how is that not frontline news all over the world? Well, we know why that wouldn't be <laughs> clearly. Um, yeah. So there it is. I found that interesting. We're getting more and more of this. The storm is building the storm of truth and exposure of the lie. It's all coming out. There's no, there's nothing that can stop it. Because more and more people are waking up every second of every day. I even had uh, some close friends of mine who originally were going along with the program. Um, and they reached out and now we're all sharing information. Turns out they've been researching this for quite a while. They woke up, they realized this is all bullshit. And now we're all on the same team. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Some people that you know you think will never get it are getting it more and more by the day. It's a good sign. Exposures like this. Oh my God, stop with all the freaking. Okay, I agree with the cookies and all the. All right, come on. All right. Children should know about a tiny risk from COVID 19 vaccine, insists experts. Okay, if there is any risk at all, it's not to be discussed as a tiny risk or a tiny this. Stop trying to just tell us the truth. Does it cause heart inflammation, heart attacks, and all that shit in teens? 
If it does, and it has, which it has, and it does, recall the goddamn thing already. Like, put a moratorium on it and let's see what's going on because you're killing people who have a chance of survival of, like, basically 100%. This makes me furious. This article. Children need to understand the tiny potential risk. It's really tiny. Even though we're finding out it's much worse than you're going to find on VARES, which started with stopped counting its, uh, its deaths. And we're probably at about 150,000 or more in the U.S. alone. Um, they need to understand this potential risk of life-threatening heart problems. Okay, so <laughs> think about it. They're like, guys, there's just a little tiny risk that you should probably know about when it comes to your children. Uh, it's a tiny risk of life-threatening heart problems. That's not a tiny risk. <laughs> that is not, you will not jab me with that. You will not jab anybody with that. Uh, that is murder. That is insanity. That is science gone insane. So, but I just wanted to show you, we don't have to read the whole thing, but just want to show you even some of these more mainstreamies are starting to talk openly about this because it's unavoidable because there's this funny thing about the truth where you can't hide it for long. Check this one out. Look at these people. Look at these people at the, where's this? This is Michael Sanger. He's just saying, like at the Met Gala, servants and staff at the Emmys were forced to wear masks, but not a single celebrity appears to have worn one. In Los Angeles, as in New York, the city still strongly recommends masks in all indoor settings, regardless of vaccination status. So what's up with all the hugging? And I don't see any social distancing. I see a bunch of rich silver spoon celebs basically completely defying everything that they're out there preaching. Go get your vaccines. Wear a mask. Look at Nicki Minaj, though. Who would have ever saw that coming? All right, here is where these little wonderful clips start to, to surface. take on the climate crisis oh, with the same strength and determination we took on the pandemic crisis with. We have to take on the climate crisis with the same strength and determination we took on the pandemic crisis with. <laughs> they just admit it to you. Guys, yeah. This ain't going away, even if the virus goes away. You're going to be on a subscription-based model for vaccine jabs every three to six months for the rest of your life, and that's not going to be very long. Uh, and if you survive that, we're going to keep the same plans going for the climate crisis. And after the climate crisis, it's probably going to be the asteroid crisis. And then the cow farting crisis. Whatever crisis we can come up with, we love this power. And we're never going to give it back. That's basically what I took from that speech. But this is, tell me in the comments where you are in, in the world, okay? He, this is exactly what your politicians are saying too, am I right? Aren't they all saying the same shit? Because they're all controlled. They're all controlled. You guys know that. It's just kind of. Uh, a, a guy that I know here, Stephen Graham, and he said to any of my CPC friends on here who think this is talking about the Conservative Party, any of my Conservative Party friends on here who think my vote for the People's Party of Canada will split the vote and help Trudeau, I would say that if PPC wasn't there to vote for, I wouldn't have voted at all. So this is getting people involved 
in the political process in this country that would never have been involved before. So I just wanted to point that out. There's that nice Wendy. Okay. Now guys, tell me I'm crazy, but in my opinion, this footage debunks the entire pandemic. All right, guys, what you're looking at right now is that is the U.S. side of the Rio Grande. That is a mass of several hundred illegal immigrants who have just crossed the Rio Grande. And look at this, several hundred more screaming across as we speak. We're on a boat in the Rio Grande. This is the Mexican side of the river right now. You can see it's a never-ending stream, hundreds of people crossing the Rio Grande basically every hour. And they're heading over to the International Bridge, which you can see in the background. Look at that mass of people. This is why the situation under the bridge continues to deteriorate. This is insane. The federal government has to wake up. Oh, you're right. Now, there are many things that debunk the entire pandemic, but in my opinion, Well, yeah, I and mean, we go back to the George Floyd protests in the summer of 2020, where CNN said it was okay to go protest, but not to go to a local fish and tackle shop. Uh, you know, it was just insane. The, the contradictions of this is just unbelievable. It's mind bending. I think that's why people are so insane, is that they literally were turned insane by the level of contradiction that was given to us. But the crisis at the border in the U.S., and uh, we are having a lot of this kind of stuff start to happen here in Canada too and elsewhere. But the crisis at the border, the photographs, I think there's other tweets out there were showing uh, the drone footage of them flying over and there's thousands of people sleeping under the bridge there. Um, these people are not tested. These people are, we don't know their vaccine status. They're not wearing masks. They're not socially distanced. They're not wearing hand sanitizer. They don't have a QR code. And the government of the U.S., is allowing them to come in and they won't even go sleepy Joe Biden or whoever is wearing the mask and Kamala Harris won't even go see the problem. And this is going on. Does this look like this is a super spreader event of all super spreader events? This should be the end of mankind. It should be, that's the end, let alone all the mass protests that have been going on. What are they on week 10 in France? of just thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people marching through the streets day after day after day for 10 weeks straight, thronging together, picnicking together to protest passports. And you're telling me there's a deadly pandemic going on? They should be creating mass graves right now with the amount of people that would die based on the way the media has trained the minds of the public to believe that this is what they're saying it is. Just show your friends this photo, these videos, guys. Be like, explain this shit. Put all your, you know, have you found that there's all these data people now that are like, I got to go through the data. I just downloaded this from the CDC website. And this data, if I do the math and I show that this plus this equals this, and this is the numbers and the cases, and then the cases over here, and then the percentage of those cases makes it, I'm like, shut your mouth. Go watch this shit. There's no pandemic, okay? There's no pandemic. End of story. You don't need all that other shit. Okay, moving on. 
Loving this Wendy Rogers lately. She goes, do not be on the wrong side of history. The truth doesn't stop. Be on the side of the truth. Hell yeah. Truth wins. What are you going to tell your grandchildren? What were you doing during the greatest battle in human history, which is happening right now and is going to erupt? You watch. Um, I'm not saying a hot war. Let's hope it doesn't go there. But this is a very, very unique time in history. And what were we doing? What were you doing? This is the question people need to start facing. I know you guys are good because... I'm preaching to the choir here, but I'm talking in general. You know, the people out there that think, well, if I just comply and obey, they'll give me back my freedom. <laughs> Here's some Alexander Solzhenitsyn for you, some light tableside reading, and, uh, you know, take two of those and get back to me in the morning, shall you? Uh, what else we got? Yeah, this is just more on the border. Reminder, 12,000 people, 12,000 people at the border? Is that, is that legit? Is it, wow. 12,000 people who are at the border right now have not been tested for COVID, not required to wear a mask, not required to get the vaccine, but Americans are. It's not about health. It's about control. So, so because this is being shown to the public, because you can't tell people the truth, you got to show them the truth. People are waking up in, in the millions. At least the thousands. Um, oh, <laughs> I just, I'm a fan of boxing and uh, I just thought this felt good to watch. I got to tell you, be honest with you. Look at this guy. World champ boxer jumps in. They're trying to hold him back. Let me at him. Let me at him. Oh, he lands the right hand. He's in He's right on the spot. He's back right across to the chin. Right over the oh, left, right. Barrage of punches. Puts him in the corner. He seems stuck. He's backing up. The man with the baton and the shield cannot handle the barrage of this eight punch combo. <laughs> Oh, he's got to feel like a winner right now. Yeah. Oh, good man. I'm not advocating violence. Be peaceful, guys. Just got to say the disclaimer so they don't arrest me. But my goodness. After seeing the footage from New Zealand or wherever it was, Australia, where that 70-year-old woman was dragged to the ground and they just walk by and spray her like six times and then keep walking, this felt, this felt pretty good to watch, I got to say. I got to say. I think I did a good job on the image for the show today. Uh, Ontario Doctor. This is a great guy to follow on Twitter, by the way. I did offer a spot, but I think he wants to stay anonymous, which I totally respect. But he got some great tweets, especially if you are one of those fact and data people. Go follow this guy. Uh, he says this. Didn't they mandate vaccines for students? University of Ottawa student athlete Francis Perron dies shortly after Gigi's football game. So I don't think they're talking about whether or not this guy had the shot, but perfectly healthy athletes are just dropping dead on the fields. And why do you think that might be? It's sad. And we can stop this anytime if we can just get some people to wake up. Yeah, here we go. Germany, Canada, Iceland, they all got elections this week. So this is a big week. This is why they're going to see a lot of media spin and craziness going on. And then what's up with Chris Rock? Oh, what a disappointment, huh? 
you wonder if these people get threatened or something or if they're always, I don't know. Chris Rock, fully vaccinated Chris Rock reveals he has COVID-19 while urging others to get vaccinated. It's another Oscar De La Hoya all over again. These celebrities that are getting, they, <laughs> I'm fully vaccinated. What's up with the science? Can you guys explain this shit to me? Does anybody know? What is up with this whole thing about how, let's say I get vaccinated. I get double vaccinated or triple, whatever you got to get. Four vaccines now? Or what are we at? Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12? Uh, I get all the vaccines and then I get COVID. And then I still tell people to go get the vaccine because the reason I got COVID after getting vaccinated was because there's people in the world that didn't get vaccinated. So like, are we going to go out to all the Zulu tribes and the Australian Aborigine tribes that have never seen civilization before? I'm going to make sure we hunt them down and vaccinate them. How's that going to go? Every single human being on the planet needs to be vaccinated in order for everybody to feel safe. Or is it the vaccine that's creating the variants? Is the vaccine like what Mike Eden, Sukhara Bhakti, Luke Montagnier, Danny, Danny Rancor, I could go on and on, have been saying the shot creates synthetic spike proteins. It's the spike protein that is the toxin. So we're injecting the whole world with the toxin and training the body at the cellular mRNA DNA level to produce these spike proteins. Could that be why all of Israel is getting this and they're all what triple quadruple vaxxed the Chris rocks, the Oscar de la Hoyas, the countless, countless examples we could roll out to you, the outbreaks on ships cruise ships where everybody's vaccinated and they have an outbreak. Is it an outbreak of coronavirus or is it an outbreak of the synthetic spike protein that's being injected into every person on the planet right now? But I'm not a scientist, so don't listen to me, of course. I'm just rambling here. Um, where were we? I got to go back down. Got to go back down. We had to Chris Rock. We did that. Oh, this was also very cool to see. Lots going on. What's going on in Brazil? Do you guys see this one? Oh, I got to read the thing first. In Brazil, the mayor and the health secretary of uh, whatever that place is have been arrested. The two politicians are accused of corruption in connection with the corona measures. The Independence Day protests have had an impact. President Bolsonaro, who is critical of the measures, was empowered by the mass protests on Independence Day to take consistent action against the corruption of the Corona Measures supporters. So they, look how they get, they, I think they get like folded into the back of this vehicle like a bunch of clowns. Like, look, they're like, get your foot in there. Hug your knees. Stop whining. <laughs> wow. Are we starting to see this come, come apart of the seams? And then, of course, we have the latest from VAERS, which is highly underreported. I love these people that are like, VAERS is not reliable. Anybody can do it. Well, no. Uh, there's actually a good, if you go on my Telegram, I posted a whistleblower interview that was on Dell Bigtree. This woman 
is a hospital manager. So she manages doctors and nurses and outpatients and the whole thing. He does like an hour interview with her where she basically is trying to warn everybody. This is the vaccine is killing people. Uh, we're, we're seeing it in the hospital. We're not seeing an overflow the way the media is talking about. And, uh, the biggest thing of all was he asked her, he's like, what do you think about VARES? And she's like, I fully think that VARES is, uh, legitimate. It's one of the only reporting things that we have and they're underreporting, not overreporting. And she explained the actual process of what it would take to fill out something on VARES. The average person just wouldn't really do it. And so, uh, I think what we're seeing is a little hint, just a hint at how bad this is in the U S I think it is quadruple, if not more this, and that's not just me. That's me listening to actual experts who believe the same thing, but this is the latest from the official skewed VARES data, which is under reporting. They're saying 701. So basically over 700,000 adverse events, over 60,000 hospitalizations, 80,000 urgent care, 6,600 heart attacks, almost 6,000 myocarditis, close to 2,000 miscarriages. Ooh, that's freaky. Almost 20,000 disabled and 15,000 deaths. Just those numbers are way higher. And then let's look at this globally. Globally. There was also a report that just came out. Um, I don't have it on the screen, but I sent it to a buddy of mine. So I have the link. Uh, where is it? Yeah. Breaking. This is from the expose in the UK. I got to still go through all the deets on this, but it makes sense. Breaking the COVID-19 vaccines have killed at least 150,000 people in the USA, including 574 children, according to a new scientific study. Uh, Jessica Rose, PhD, studied immunology at Memorial University in Newfoundland and Labrador, gaining a Master of Science in Medicine in 2006. She then went on to study computational biology at Bar Ilan University. It just goes through her whole background. And now in an in-depth analysis of the VAERS system alongside data from multiple scientific studies, including the Pfizer clinical trial studies, which hopefully you guys have been reading, Jessica Rose, PhD, has concluded using a modest calculation that at least 150,000 Americans have been killed by the COVID-19 vaccines. And they've got the whole paper linked in there. Uh, I'll pop this up on my Telegram right now so you guys can read it. So follow me on Telegram at DW Truth Warrior. It's just easier, okay? So let me know what you think about that, but I think this is much crazier. And guys, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. There's another interesting one uh, posted by my good friend Josh over at the Red Pill Project. <laughs> Look at this, Van. Don't get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. What, what business is this? Oh, it's a funeral home? <laughs> what do the funeral homes know that we don't know? And I never thought about that. I never thought about thinking, wow, we should talk to funeral directors. And then I posted again on my telegram. Uh, I think this was done by on the Crow House. Um, Max Egan did an interview with a local high ranking funeral director. It's a freaky interview to listen to. But the guy just is like, yeah, there was no pandemic. What we're seeing now in terms of deaths, as soon as they rolled the vaccines out, is I've never seen it before in my career. He's like, I was actually, we were 
waiting. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting for all these waves and all these deaths and all these things. And it just never came. And you hear this from doctors, you hear this from nurses, you hear this from people all over the world. How could all these people from different places and different fields all be saying the same thing? Well, it's the funny thing about the truth is it's universal. Oh, speaking of which, speaking of which, you're going to have to read with this one because it's in, uh, where is this from? I'm not sure where this is from, but this is another nurse who is talking about some of these things. So let's just hear her out real quick. Salve, io sono Cristina, sono un operatore sanitario e volevo rispondere a signore Andrea Mandelli. Allora, lei ha parlato del fatto che le eh, terapie intensive sono tutte piene di persone non vaccinate. Allora, io fino oggi alle 4... So for those listening on the podcast and you can't watch this, she's basically saying that what they're seeing in the hospitals are unvaccinated people, not, or sorry, what they're seeing in the hospitals are vaccinated people, not unvaccinated people, the way the media is reporting it. And she's a nurse. The media and the politicians are in on this globally. Can you imagine when this shit comes down? You want to talk about storms? How's that going to look when this, I just feel like it's about to burst. It's so, it's, I don't even, there's no argument. It's been destroyed so many different ways, but this is going viral. This is waking people up by the second now. It was like every month, maybe you'd wake some people up, then weekly, now daily, now hourly, then every second there's somebody waking up now. This is not sustainable if you're going to complete this agenda. I'm sorry. And for those of you who are worried they're going to cart us all off to uh, a bunch of concentration camps or something, I know they're building them all over the place, which is freaky enough because they're building these big facilities, um, quarantine facilities during a recession and an economic turmoil, which is frightening that they're investing money in that. But think about it. Are they literally going to put half the world into concentration camps? How's that going to go? So get tight with your community. These people are, they're desperate. The reason that's coming out, this is all bully tactics. This is fear. They need to, if they were really going to do all that, they would have done it already. If they were really going to do all that, they would have done it already. They would have done it before mass awakening took place and people started protesting in the streets and I'll show you some footage from those they wouldn't have they wouldn't wait until more people were awake and they would have more trouble getting everybody to stay in these quarantine camps they're they're screwed man that's how I see it I'm not saying we're out of the woods and it's definitely freaky but just think think about it don't get all into the fear vibration here I mean be sensible for sure but do you think it's they can't put half the world in jail? <laughs> it's just not going to happen, guys. Okay, it's not going to happen. Um, oh, this was interesting. This was interesting. Let's just go through. This is a three minutes. A doctor sent this to me. A doctor sent this to me, and it's actually of a of a nurse analyzing when uh, Trudeau and Sophie 
got their vaccines. So let's just check this out real quick. So I'm a registered nurse and I watched that video of Justin and Sophie Trudeau um, supposedly getting their COVID vaccine. And I could spot this from a mile away, but they made a big error. Actually, they made two errors when they were receiving that shot. Um, so I'm going to review this with you because I don't think that they actually did get a vaccine. I bet you that that needle had a retractable needle on it or something. And here's why. Okay. Okay, so notice how she's giving him the injection. There's and zero muscle on that arm. She hasn't done any landmarking. And watch what she does here. She gives it with one arm, one hand. She's not even touching his arm and landmarking where his deltoid is. Second of all, there was another mistake she made. She makes the same mistake on Sophie. Look at this. No landmarking. She's just one hand in it in. Nobody does that. You don't give IM injections that way. Okay, this YouTube clip shows you how you're actually supposed to deliver an IM injection into the deltoid, and you'll see that they landmark by cupping their hand over the top of the deltoid. Here are some news clips of people receiving a vaccine via IM injection. And notice how every single one of them, they are landmarking. Sometimes they're not landmarking correctly, but they are landmarking. Nobody is sitting back and sticking that vaccine in like it's a dart. It just doesn't work that way. Look at this. Every oh one God, of them. I can't, I, nobody's sticking this shit in me. I can't handle needles. See, that's the proper way to give it right there. And also, did you notice that they aspirated before they injected? Okay, so here's a close-up. So look at this again. Tell me, does that look like how any of them were it's administered? Like, here's your vaccine, Trudeau. It's you. an airplane. Meow. Look, right in like a dart. Zero <laughs> landmarking, nothing. She didn't aspirate either. It's fake. Here we go again, zero landmarking, jabbing it in one-handed and no aspirating of the needle. She even goes to pull up her shirt sleeve before she gets her band-aid. Don't worry about the band-aid. So to summarize, my impression as a registered nurse who is trained in giving IM injections, they made three key errors when they were acting out this scenario. Number one, the injector forgot to landmark the deltoid to ensure that she was giving the injection in the proper spot. Number two, the injector forgot to aspirate um, to ensure that she wasn't injecting the vaccine into a blood vessel, which can cause serious, serious um, medical issues. And number three, the injector sat back on her chair and threw that needle in like it was a dart, one-handed. Like, didn't even touch them with the other hand. <laughs> didn't touch the needle with the other hand. It was highly unusual. It was very clearly to me acting. And then Justin and, and Sophie also forgot to play up their role in the uh, drama um, when he forgot to squeeze her hand during the fake jab and when she pulled her shirt sleeve up before she got her Band-Aid. So I don't know, you guys. Lots of red flags there. I'm just pointing it out. Um Bad acting, Justin. I thought you were a drama teacher. I'm disappointed. I guess you can't even do that right. Wow. Getting scorched from some registered nurses and doctors here. I found that to be rather interesting.
Okay. Here's Israel right now. Last night. It's global. Oh, this is the footage. I'm not even going to make you watch it. It's so brutal. Great speech from this guy, Neil Oliver here, by the way. If you're feeling down and out, he does a really nice, nice speech. Um, this was Toronto. Well done, Toronto. You've been fighting it hard this whole time. They're like, there's like a few hundred people. For those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. And we'll rise. And that's happening everywhere. Now, look at the fear porn, okay? I want to point this out, not to scare you, but this is what the media does. When they start seeing numbers like that, and I've got countless more examples on my Telegram feed of just places all over the world protesting this, okay? When they see numbers like that, when they see numbers that um, social media channels like Telegram, Gab, etc., and alternative channels like the Foxhole, Rockfin, um, D live, all these different alternative channels. When they see those exploding and they see people resisting and they look at the real vaccine numbers that aren't 86% or whatever bullshit they try to tell you. And they see the level of support for brand new parties. And they see, uh, Biden's approval ratings crashing through the center of the universe. And they see, uh, all this stuff coming out all over the place that people are not listening to CNN anymore. They're not listening to CBC anymore. When they see that they panic because they know the truth. They know that they're liars when they see these audits coming out, when they see other states wanting to do audits, when they even see Canadian people saying, we know you're going to rig this and we're going to audit the hell out of you. We're never going to get away with this. They put this shit into the news. They go, well, the Ontario government pulls citizens on support for removing COVID-19 nonconformists from their homes. This is bully tactics. They would have done this already if that was what they wanted to do. Do you think after the video I just showed you, you think they're going to go and round all of those people up? And that's just in Toronto. Best of luck to you. 
This is fear porn. Just be, learn how to spot it. This is Calgary. They're there for the PPC. Trudeau never got crowds like this. Trudeau had people throwing rocks at him and booing him everywhere he went in this country. It's turning into like Trump rallies, I'm telling you. Look at this. these people and put them in gulags you aren't gonna do shit now look at this little small dick little weasel here let's laugh while we listen to this guy these sorts of passports are designed to do exactly that, that they won't be there forever exactly that, really. i can't say as i stand here right now how many uh, how long it'll be on how long it'll be a feature of things we don't know how long but you know arguably it won't be a vaccine passport you'll be showing in the first half oh, of next year. What was that? It'll be what? your booster passport oh, to show what? that you've been to have your third jab. <laughs> we got to make sure you went and had your third jab. Send that shit to all your friends that are like, if Dave, just get your shot so we can go back to normal already. Like, totally. This is just getting a little intense. And if everybody would just comply, the government will give back the historic levels of rights and freedoms and power that they stole from us. They'll just give it back as long as we're obedient. Just show them this kind of stuff. You should be like, really? Really? You think so, eh? We got Senator Rand Paul posting this. Harvard Medical School says, we lack credible evidence for benefits of masking kids aged two to five, despite what the American Academy of Pediatrics says. You don't got evidence for anybody to wear a mask. You never have. You never did. It didn't do anything but cause massive psychological harm and physical harm because everybody turned their body into acidic uh, viral pneumonia producing factories and reduced the supply of oxygen that their brain needs for survival and growth for two years. So wait till that shit comes out, then we'll talk. But kids, take those damn things off your kids immediately. If I see a kid walking around with a mask on, I'm just going to walk up and take the mask off. I don't know. It's just, I've had enough of this shit. Yeah, this is just, if there's one picture that could depict Australia, it's these two police officers double pepper spraying a 70-year-old lady after violently throwing her to the ground. And look... At the symbol of the Victoria police. Oh my God, guys, it's got a double whammy. I didn't even look at this. It's got the Bayer cross right in the middle. Look at that. The equilateral cross has nothing to do with Christianity or religion. Trust me. That is a different symbol than you think it is. And it's three and three. And what's three plus three again? My math is a little hazy. You got the red and blue, Masonic degrees, 
Uphold the right. Yeah, really? While you got an upside down pentagram as your freaking symbol? You wonder why they're acting in this way? Australia was basically founded by Satan, Satanists, so not founded, but it got infiltrated big time. It was a penal colony. Lots of Satanists going on over there. At the very least, lots of corruption. There's more on the VARS data. Victor Hugo, great quote, between the government, which does evil, and the people who accept it, there is a certain shameful solidarity. And this is what's, this is what's changing, folks. This is what's changing. Excruciatingly slow, but it's happening, and it's happening faster and faster. And that's the storm. The awakening of humanity to this tyranny is the storm. Now, check this out. This is in Vancouver. Now, watch this. because they announced the frontline workers that are speaking out. Look at all these violent right-wing Nazi extremists. These are good people in Canada that want their freedom back. They want to connect to their fellow humanity. They want the truth. And they all came together. It was like two kids on the weekend. Happening all over the world. I just thought it was pretty cool to see. We've never seen anything like this. This is brand new for us in Canada. It's exciting. What's this? Italy. Look at Italy right now. You gonna round all these people up and put them in blue legs? They'll do nothing. Streams and streams of people. They've had enough. <laughs> I'm proud of you patriots in the U.S., my brothers and sisters in arms there, for not falling for this bullshit. Thank you. You have no idea what service you have performed for the world, actually, by not attending this in masses you know they wanted an opportunity to do a photo op that they were going to create with all of their gap-wearing FBI agents. Did you see that? Did you see that uh, boy band photo of all the FBI agents standing around with their clear cuts and their shades and their dockers and their khaki shorts? <laughs> they stand around holding their dicks because nothing happened because nobody showed up because protests. Protesters were outnumbered by police. <laughs> That's how few people showed it. What does that tell you? Do you know how hard they worked on this operation in the media? They worked on it for so long. They were trying so hard to make it look like there was going to be another January 6th, which was also a big false flag. And wait till that truth comes out. You all know it. So good job. Don't You didn't show up. 
Nothing happened. And that's what has to happen. We just got to keep making the media eat crow. That's our mission. That is so powerful. You have no idea how many more people woke up because of that. Because they all watch the media. That's just Dan Dix, my good buddy, pressfortruth.ca. Canadian journalists. New York City. New York City. We will not comply. 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 Very nice. There's no pandemic. You see how many people, and this guy's has been going on for months. This has been going on the whole time. We would all be dead if there was a pandemic. And also, you can't arrest all these people. It's just not going to happen. So stop being afraid of gulags. These people are done. Melbourne, Australia. Here we go. Let's just keep going. Melbourne, Australia. I've got it in mind. We should invade Australia and teach these cops a lesson or two. I don't know. Although peacefully, of course. I mean, hand out teddy bears that say, shame on you. That's what I meant. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying, guys. Uh, This was a sad story. This is my story. Uh, just I've had a lot of people that I know are starting to... The other thing that's happening in the background, sadly, which is contributing to the Great Awakening, which... Uh, I wish it didn't take this, but this is just what it takes is the amount of injuries that are happening now, injuries and deaths. It's, it's so obvious that they can't hide it because everyday people are experiencing this. So that's why they're seeing, I can't trust the news. I can't trust my politicians. I can't trust Trudeau. I can't trust Biden. I can't trust Dan Andrews. I can't trust Boris. I can't trust any of these bastards or Jacinda, the wicked witch of the New Zealand's. Uh, because I know people that are dropping and getting injured. So I just found out someone I know, we actually hired this person to do some painting for us. Uh, he's, he works on the team of one of my best friends and he came and told me that, uh, this poor gentleman was, he was against it. He was against the shot, but his wife made it, his ex-wife made it a rule that if he ever wanted to see his kids again, he had to get the shot. He started feeling depressed. He decided to cave because he couldn't bear the fact that he couldn't see his kids anymore. He went and got the shots and he got a blood clot, went to his brain, couldn't speak for a month, couldn't speak for a month. And now that he's talking, he speaks randomly. He starts twitching and garbling and he doesn't even have recollection. He's got lost time. My buddy actually was telling him, he's like, I got, I'll film it. I'll show you. This is what's going on. Cause he was kind of in, you know, it's just sad. It's just freaking sad. And too many. Too many. And it's hitting closer and closer to home. Oh, this is that UK funeral director I was telling you about. Um, yeah. Yeah, here we go. This is what I was talking about with these audits that we're going to have to do. The liberals are in winning territory with votes coming from mail-in ballots heavily in their favor, according to projections. So we're seeing the hints of the same song and dance because these guys have zero creativity and they just keep running the same thing. So, and then I'm going to do this one and then I'm going to come back and talk to you guys for a minute. Okay. If you want to wake up friends and family that are basically turning against you and demonizing you and calling you crazy, 
There are so many goodies that I could recommend that you show them if you feel the need or if you ever get confronted or your boss or somebody like that or some friend. I know, I know of a friend who's a doctor and he says that it's all true. Yeah. This is the kind of shit you show people like that. This is a good one. The FDA thing. I had to sit through a few hours of this eight hour live stream the other day by the FDA and it was an open public hearing session. And Steve Kirsch, there's a bunch of good moments in this, but Steve Kirsch, executive director of the COVID-19 early treatment fund came on and dropped some bombs. Let's just hear this guy out here. Hi, I'm Steve Kirsch. I'm executive director of the COVID-19 early treatment fund. I have no conflicts. Uh, advanced to slide number four with the elephant. I'm going to focus my remarks today on the elephant in the room that nobody likes to talk about, that the vaccines kill more people than they save. Today, we focus almost exclusively on COVID death saves and vaccine efficacy because we were led to believe that vaccines are perfectly safe. But this is simply not true. For example, there are four times as many heart attacks in the treatment group in the Pfizer six-month trial report. That wasn't bad luck. Theirs shows heart attacks happen 71 times more often following these vaccines compared to any other vaccine. In all, 20 people died who got the drug, 14 died who got the placebo. Few people notice that. If the net all-cause mortality from the vaccines is negative, vaccines, boosters, and mandates are all nonsensical. This is the case today. Death rates. Um, uh, let's slide number seven, advance uh, to the number seven in lower part. This shows that the all-cause uh, death light rate in, uh, in three cases. Only the VAERS numbers are statistically significant, but the other numbers are troubling. Even if the vaccines had 100% protection, it still means we kill two people to save one life. Four experts did analyses using completely different non-U.S. data sources, and all of them came up with approximately the same number of excess vaccine-related deaths, about 411 deaths per million doses. That translates into 150,000 people have died. Next slide will be slide number 11, uh, the nursing home. Now, the real numbers confirm that we kill more than we save. And I, will, uh, I would love everyone to look at the Israel Ministry of Health data on the 90-plus-year-olds where we went to, we went from a 94.4% uh, vaccinated group to 82.9% vaccinated in the last four months. In the most optimistic scenario, it means that 50% of the vaccinated people died and 0% of unvaccinated people died. Unless you can explain that to the American public, you cannot approve the boost. Sorry, I was muted. Uh, yeah, he was going to say you cannot approve the booster. And you're killing people. For crying out loud, this is, I hate how people are still so like forgiving, like this is crimes against humanity. So I can't wait. I hope there's some tribunals. I want to see some footage from Gitmo or something, emergency broadcast system, something. We got to see something. Justice must be served one way or another. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Here's the whistleblower testimony. Um, this is just a good connection. I don't want to get into this now. It's just too much going on in this to do right now. But so, yeah, there you go, guys. Um, that's just some of the news that I've been looking at. There's so much more. But what it indicates to me is that there is a storm brewing. It's brewing in the realm of human consciousness because people are waking up. And it, that alone is causing a reaction in this global agenda and all the players 
all the way through down the pyramid and the whole way that it works. It, of course, works in a very compartmentalized fashion. This is why we got to understand that. Um, but it's all for naught because people are starting to think for themselves. They've had enough of this. They're seeing what's going on and they're doing their very best with the information they have to fight back. And it's only the beginning. And so here's the situation. If you're dealing with a bully, what do they do? They start by pushing you around, calling you names, trying to get under your skin. They try to like Conor McGregor you and just brain ninja you just to keep weakening you psychologically so that you don't fight back and that they can have their way with you. And by the time it gets to a point where they're throwing punches at you, it's because you've resisted enough. You started to resist. It wasn't working. The, the, the name calling, the pushing around, the whole thing, talking about you behind your back, spreading rumors about you, that kind of shit just didn't work anymore. So then it comes to blows. And when it comes to blows, that's when you know you're actually close to winning. So your last battle against that bully is to knock them on their ass and win that fight. And you won't have to deal with that anymore. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, you sit down and talk to them about their childhood and try to understand and maybe they just need a hug. You knock them out first and then you talk about their childhood and give them a hug, okay? Because that's just the way those kind of people need to learn. I wish it wasn't that way. I try to find all kinds of ways out of that, but it's just my experience. That, that was the best. That, that was the bully cure for me. Knock them out or choke them out. One of the two. Um, now, I'm not suggesting you know we actually physically do something here. I'm not saying that. I don't even think that it's going to be necessary. I mean, if defensively, if some shit happens or they try to haul you away or take your kids or some shit, you fight like you're going to die. Okay. You fight like you got nothing left to lose because you don't at that point. But, um, what I mean with this metaphor of the bully is that I think that's where we're at with these people. They tried to spread rumors about us. They're all a bunch of racist, Nazi, hateful, horrible, evil people. They tried to project their evil onto the good people of the world. That started to fail miserably. Then they tried to spin all these fake lies in the media. We're going to come get you out of your houses and put you in camps. Now they're doing that shit in Australia. So it's kind of the example for the world and we should heed those warnings. But I just see a lot of like posturing and fake news and trying to bully and push and keep fear and then spread rumors and then cut you off and isolate you from the rest of your community and tell you you can't have Thanksgiving dinner because we don't want you talking about shit with your family. They want them only tuned in to Anderson Cooper and the CBC, okay? So they try to divide us. Then they keep increasing the pressure. They start with, guys, there's just this random virus that just kind of came out of nowhere, even though there's patents on this thing going all the way back. And we practiced it like six times and it's in the Rockefeller documents written in 2010, how we were going to deal with this thing. Um, but this random virus came. And so we just need a few weeks of your time where we're going to shut everything down and lock you in your homes and then we can get back to normal. And everybody kind of went, okay, well, I can deal with two weeks. And now here we are two years later with the most egregious human rights violations we've ever seen. And that woke up a lot of people. So now they went, okay, well, guess what? Remember when Bill Gates at the very beginning of this thing said that the only way out of this pandemic is for everybody on the planet to get vaccinated? Well, we're just going to go with that. 
even though we said previously that that wasn't what we were going to do. We're just going to do it. So you had this rollout where it started in British Columbia in Canada. Okay. British Columbia. They came out and said, Bonnie Henry came out and said, no, we're not going to do passports. We don't have to do that. We're not going to, it's going to create a two tier society. We don't want to do that. Three weeks later. Oh guys, by the way, we're doing passports and there's zero exemptions. Wow. Everybody in BC went, what, what you lied to us. Finally started to see through the Bonnie Henry lie. Then it happened identically. Well, Biden came out with his little bullshit about we're losing our patience with you. You're just, we've had enough. You're not getting your shot. We're losing our patience. One of the best memes was, <laughs> I think somebody posted a picture of like a Navy SEAL with like a sniper rifle with a silencer on it. And there's like the swamp dripping off them. And they're like, careful with your words, Biden. We're losing our patience too. <laughs> I was like, yes. Um, and then, so Biden did his little shtick. He got the 4 a.m. script. And then uh, Trudeau came out and started really just ramping up the militant level rhetoric against unvaccinated people and being like, those people are the reason why I can't give you your freedom back. Oh. And he's such a sweet Valley High person. Um, and he started saying, we're losing our patience. Our patience is running thin. It's like, you're starting to see Trudeau get really pissed on the media. Like, whoa, whoa, what happened to the love and light liberal bullshit? What about people kind? Um, and then Mo in Saskatchewan, his name's Mo, Premier Mo. Uh, he came out with the same bullshit. Very strong guys. We've had enough. Our patience is wearing thin, like the exact same words that Biden and Trudeau and Bonnie and everybody said, who else am I missing? Quebec. Actually, did you see the premier in Quebec? Walks out on stage, holds the okay sign like this upside down, like blatantly comes out. He's like, and then he's like for the pictures, then he sits down and he takes his mask off. He does a speech on blatant, blatant. Masonic symbolism. Um, and I'm trying to remember who else. But basically what I'm trying to illustrate here is they're all saying the same thing. The Dan Andrews, they're all like, we're losing our patience. We're losing, like the Build Back Better people are now saying they're losing our patience. So then they increase and they go, we're doing the passports. Can't go to the pub. Can't go, to this, can't go over here. Can't go over there. And what happens? You could say, well, everybody got more people complied. More people went and got the shot because of that. Yeah, but also a lot more people woke up too. Every move they make in this chess game now and from here on, they're hanging themselves. Think about it. Every move they make has to be bolder and bigger than the last in order to keep pushing this ball up the hill for the great reset. So they have to keep going and show their true colors, especially because we're not listening and they're looking at the real polls and they're looking at the numbers of the people in the streets and they're looking at how many people are not going to the hot and they see that very high ranking world renowned experts in all their fields are coming out and blowing the whistle. I think James O'Keefe, isn't he doing something today from Veritas, a whistleblower? I got to check it out. He said he was doing something today. Um, 
So they see this stuff and then they go, all right, well, so they tried with the vaccine. What did they do? They tried to scare you with the virus and, and not let you know about all these other solutions that were there that you could have easily dealt with this very cheap, very efficient, very effective, very safe, proven track records, human immune system, never let you down. Um, and they hid that they censored that. And then they went, well, we'll bribe them. So they tried to bribe you with like Alberta. Oh, Alberta was another one. Jason Kenny coming out. Just, I'll never do the passports. No, it's about freedom. Hey guys, we're doing the passports. Alberta, somebody that I know some people in Alberta. I was even born in Calgary. So I took this one a little bit personally, but um, <laughs> a couple friends of mine are like, you can literally feel the ground shaking with the amount of energy that's in Alberta right now. People are ready to literally storm the Bastille. They are freaking out because Alberta is like Texas for Canada. You know, it's like the oil country, conservative, 99% conservative towns. Okay. 99%. Because these are all farmers and entrepreneurs and oil people. So they're not voting for liberals, trust me. And when they had this betrayal, because they started, they were pissed at Kenny during last year, but then he started to seem to switch it up. It almost looked like, is he going to go the way of DeSantis? You know? And then he just went... And it just backfired. And that's why I use Jason Kenny as an example to all the people who are like, well, what if Max gets in and he turns out he's a big globalist show? Yeah. Look how it's going for Kenny right now. It'll be even worse for, for, for Max if he did that. But, um, so another example, however, is that because of all these total turnarounds in government policy, it woke more people up. And not just woke them up, it shook them up. They're out, they're pissed. And because of that, they're also switching over to the PPC. They're like, screw this conservative shit. Because we got too many conservatives in this country right now that are showing you what it's going to be like under O'Toole. Who's cut from the same cloth. He will turn. That's who I'm worried about, the turning. Okay, it's that guy. So... What am I saying here is that all of every move they're making has to be more blatant because they have to get this shot into every arm on the planet. That's the order that came from the cult of the medics and that's what they have to do. And as they do it and break promise after promise and as at the same time they're changing policy to be more draconian and we're not just bribing you with $100. That's the thing about Alberta I was going to tell you. They're like... We'll give you a hundred dollars to get the shot. A hundred dollars? What? I'm not taking this if you gave me a hundred million dollars. But they're trying to bribe you. Here's some ice cream. Here's some free burgers. Here's a free lottery. Here's this. Here's that. Here's a free subscription to Netflix. Just go get the shot. That didn't work. So they go, what are they doing? The schoolyard bully? What? You're not taking my shit. I'm going to, that's when I'm going to throw punches now. The punches are, they're trying to force you now. Mandates, laws, we're losing our patience with you. It's a sign of weakness. It's a sign of losing. It's a sign, it's the rope-a-dope that's working. And they're going to, now, think about the bar they all just set. They can't stay there for long. Because that's backfiring. Because even that isn't, people are still not backing down. Yes, some people the soft ones, they caved. But most people are still holding strong. And they're like, oh, geez, what do we got to do now? 
So then the articles come out. What about if we just pull all the people that are against COVID narrative and pull them out of their homes? What do you think about that? Well, what do you think a poll like that is going to be? Like 96% thumbs down. Nobody wants that, even the vaxxed. So they're, everything they're trying is failing. So they have to now go to the next level of exposing themselves in order to get their agenda to go through. You see what I'm saying? In order for them to complete the Great Reset, UN Agenda 2030 bullshit, New World Order, they have to take this to the next level. Every level that they went, the slow boil the frog, it's not working. The frogs are jumping out of the pots all over the place. Look at the footage I just showed you. There's so many more signs of this. I know there's a lot of sleeping zombies out there. I know you, there's a lot of pessimistic people in here that are like, no, Dave, you're wrong. We're, it's hopeless, blah, blah, blah. Look, you can be negative and pessimistic if you want. I would recommend if you're going to go to battle against these people and fight evil, you have to have the knowledge in your heart, in your soul, and in your mind that you're going to win. You don't go to battle with a defeated attitude of, well, it's all just hopeless. Don't rub that shit off on me. It's not going to work. Cheer up. Greatest time to be alive. Just sit tight. Um, think about this chess game that's happening between conscious humanity and unconscious humanity. In order for them to take this where they need to go now, they have to go full Monty and show us the whole goods of who they are. They only have a few punches left. The tank's empty. And we're like that French boxer, just waiting, waiting for that perfect right hand, just that perfect clean shot. Only going to take one. Only one of these pillars have to fall. Do you know how many balls the media has to juggle right now? They're probably freaking out in the back of their, like, what? We have to try to say that on the air? Nobody's going to believe that shit. They, you, you, see the, you see the media presenters, a whole other attitude. They're either really extremely like manic and freaking out or they're, they looked shaky. Like Bonnie Henry coming out to read that statement that she's going to have to go against what she just said. She was shaking like a leaf. They're freaking out that they have to keep reading this script that they're getting from who knows what. And they know that it's bullshit. So when they have to go to the next level, oh man, it's going to wake up everybody else. When they go to the next level, it's going to wake up everybody else. And more and more of this is just going to keep coming. And all we need to do is show the world that has to go viral one of these issues. Pick one. The pandemic. The pandemic, The election fraud. The shot. The migration crisis at the border. The police brutality. One of these legal cases is going to make its way through a court somewhere. It's all, there's little mini victories happening all over the place. A lot of people don't even know that. It's as if the system's already breaking down, but it's still thrashing about and everybody's operating as if the agenda is still going on, but it really feels like it's starting to break apart. It seems because of how much is reaching most people and what kind of reactions we're seeing. So all it takes is one of these dominoes to fall. You had Durham come out with his first indictment. And everybody's like, oh, it was a nothing burger, Dave. Oh, it was just Sussman. Who the... Who's Sussman? One of Clinton's lawyers? One of the 10 that voted to impeach Trump over Russian collusion, which was a whole planned hoax? And again, 
Forget about what you think about Trump or not. It's about exposing lies that there's political, these people are lying and conspiring. And you're seeing now the indictments. Start. It's the start of more. There's 10 more. And then we've got Ghislaine Maxwell's trial coming up in a couple of weeks. We got that film, the Jim Caviezel film on human trafficking coming out in October, I hear, October, November. We got these elections coming up right now. We got, so when you look at it, when you zoom out, don't stay focused like this, zoom out and you see these pieces moving. You tell me there's no storm brewing on this planet right now. There's a battle, there's pushback, there's fighting back and we're winning little tiny battles. We're not winning the whole thing yet, but little skirmish battles we're winning here and there, here and there, here and there. And we're definitely winning the court of public opinion. It's, I've never seen it before. I'll never expect everybody to wake up, but I've never seen anything like this. I've, my phone, I can't even look at my email anymore. Just blows up. And it's not because I'm, I'm not even a massive podcast or anything like that. It's just all the people that I know that are now like, Dave, yeah, I think you're right. Something has been going on. What do I do? I got the shot. How do I get it out of me? My job is laying. That's another thing. The fact that they went and they're forcing people at the risk of losing their job. Like my dad is negotiating right now. He's in his job for 35 years. One of the, the only people in that business that knows the things he knows. And they're talking about getting rid of him because he won't get the shot. And my dad's wide awake. He's not getting shit. He'll quit before that. But he's just wanting to see what's going to happen. And doctors and nurses, 40, they're going to lose 40% of the, if not more. Some places are going to lose like 80%. How's that going to go where there's nobody working in the hospitals and people are dying of other things? Just over this passport? How long do they want to stick to this? Because they have to keep operating. They're not going to reverse it, guys. They have to keep operating with this. That's only the beginning plank of the Great Reset is this passport. Because the vaccine passport is to bring in the whole social credit score system. That's the foundation of the Great Reset. And the whole biometric security, China world. That's all the big... They can't go back on the passport. They have to keep going forward. Even though everybody's like, okay, we're quitting. They're calling their bluff. They're like, yeah, all the doctors, yeah, we're quitting. What's that going to do? It's going to wake more people up. Every move they make is a minefield right now. Because you, you're, they, yeah, you're going to say, Dave, they're, they're big, powerful, Luciferian, ancient cult, bloodline, Illuminati, royal family, fucking Vatican people. There's no way we can fight them. They own everything. It's all rigged. Everything's a setup. Everybody's a shill. It's hopeless. Yeah, you know what? They're going against the truth. All of them. They're going against the force that we call the truth. The reality that we call the truth. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how many people you bought off and blackmailed. I don't care how many people you infiltrated into all these institutions all over the planet. You're living a lie. You're operating on a lie. And a lie it's physics. It just can't stand. It can't stand forever. It comes out eventually. It might not be admitted by the masses. It might not be accepted by the masses. But even if you're a minority of one, the truth is still the truth. And we're not a minority of one anymore, are we? So TikTok, Mr. Wick. TikTok. Keep playing this game. You're going to lose. 
you've already lost. You just don't know it. We just have to watch the slow motion car crash of you guys. I'm talking about these Illuminati people. You guys kicking and screaming the whole way. I don't care if it takes 20 years. Every lie will be revealed. It's all going to come out. It's impossible to stop this. And I can tell just by the level of awareness that is now out there and the kind of information that you can access on your phone right now. Boom. I can pull it up and show it to anybody. And there's more podcasters by the day. There's more people writing, creating their own news agencies. There's doctors getting together, forming coalitions saying, you know what? We just won't operate in the mainstream hospitals. We'll create independent hospitals now. That's what you're going to see. You're going to see independent hospitals starting to rise up because you think these doctors and nurses that actually, yes, they got pulled into the pharmaceutical Rockefeller cabal cult of the medics, but these were good people that want to help. That's why they became doctors. A lot of them. Okay. We know there's a lot of corruption, but there's a lot of good people that are stuck in a very compartmentalized and corrupt system. Now they are waking up because they're going, this is not science. This is not what I signed up for. I'm I, I, I get doctors all the time that go, I, re, I, I want to help people, but I wish I wouldn't have done it through the mainstream medical system. So what do you do? You don't blow the system up. You build a better system and that old crappy corrupt system falls apart on its own. So you're going to see alternative hospitals. You're going to see communities coming together to go, you know what? We've actually had a taste of not getting to go to restaurants, not going to the pubs, not going to the flying all over the world not doing all this stuff. And you know what? It's not as bad as we thought. We've actually realized that I've gotten closer to my family, closer to my community. I've learned new skills that I never had before. So yeah, it's a waiting game. We'll wait this out. You guys play this. We're not complying for shit. We, did, we realize now we didn't even need the matrix after all. That's the attitude we have to have. You're going to see airlines. You're going to see privatized airlines that are going to accept people without passports. Watch. They're working on it. People are trying to build this shit. Entrepreneurs are coming together. Because smart, competent people are waking up. Smart, competent, well-done people that know what they're doing, that helped build a lot of these systems are waking up. There's more Google whistleblowers coming out that worked at Google. There's more Facebook whistleblowers coming out that worked at Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. It's consciousness is rising everywhere at the same time that they're trying to suppress consciousness. So if all you're doing is watching, they're suppressing consciousness, they're going to arrest everybody. They're spraying old women with pepper spray. They're blah, 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 blah. If you're only watching that, I can understand why you have a negative mindset. But if you realize that that shit is a reaction to this shit over here, which is the great awakening that's going on that maybe you didn't notice, because we all thought it was going to be pie in the sky, kumbaya, but it's not. It's this. It's getting pushed up against the wall. It's getting the shit pounded out of you. It's having you lose your job. It's got to be in your face again and again, because what we need to wake up to is way bigger than any pandemic. It's even bigger than any world government. The prize will be to save the children of this planet. That's the big one that nobody... <laughs> Strap yourselves in for that. I hope that, that, that we wait on that a bit. I want that revealed, but the world isn't ready for that. While it's getting more ready, I don't know. I just, that's such a big thing. That's, I'll tell you why I'm saying that, guys. Um, I had a offline chat with my good friend, Jane, 
um, who I've had on. I hope you go watch that interview. She was a survivor of human trafficking her whole life. And um, she filled me in on some more details that it's, I, I, how do I say this? What she told me, it shows, it, it's like all that Pizzagate stuff going around and all that Hollywood stuff and all that underground basis stuff worldwide, the interconnected level of that criminal organization and what they do. It's bigger than you can possibly imagine. It's, yeah, it's crazy. So the people we're listening to about all this other shit, climate change, taxes, but the budget will balance itself. Pandemics, stay at home, get your vaccine, just go get your vaccine. These people, what they're, the, the stuff they're involved with or are turning a blind eye to, the world isn't even ready for that. So we're going to get there. That has to be revealed. We have to do right by what, what's been done to children on this planet. It's no wonder that our planet can't move forward until this is, this is revealed. One way or another, whether there's inside operators doing stuff or whether it's just all of humanity coming together to expose this, I don't care. It's, we're going to get there. And we got to go through this shit first. We got to go through the, the stuff, all the politics, the election fraud, the media, the big tech, who owns everything. Learn about these companies like Vanguard and, and look at the protests and have all everybody, you know, we told you about the vaccines. You didn't listen. Well, this is what happens. And that's going to be what it takes to wake people up. And we're going to go through this darkness. And that's only the beginning of what needs to come out. The stuff I've been looking at for 18 years, and many of you too. The darkness that has gone on on this planet, while the good people have done nothing, it will blow your freaking mind. But good people are not going to do nothing anymore, are we? We're going to do something now. I'm doing my something. I hope you're doing your something. But prepare yourself spiritually for what's going to be coming in the winter It's going to get worse before it gets better, but it's going to get better. And just keep it in the back of your mind as you watch events unfold and as you see these stories and as people you know are succumbing to the decisions that they're making. Just remember that this is how it had to be. This is what it takes. This is the time in history that we're at that is the culmination of centuries of time on this planet. That is all coming to a head now. So count yourself amongst the best of the best if you've stayed awake and you've stayed sane and you're not just sitting back, taking a back seat. And if you still have the courage to stand for what you believe in and you didn't succumb to the pressure, and even if they took your job away from you, you didn't fall on your knees. And even if they took anything away from you, you didn't back down. If you're still standing strong right now after all of this, that was training for the next phase of this. That's what I feel. I'm just telling you what I feel intuitively. I don't have any facts to back it up other than what I've shown you. I think you can all put it together. We've all been having these conversations. So prepare yourself spiritually. Stop being surprised when shit like this keeps happening. Just, what? Well, yep, that's, that's it. That's what's going on. I'm here to document it. Because you're going to be on the right side of history. You're going to be counted amongst the warriors of the highest class because you stood for the truth. Even if we didn't get everything right, 
even if we made mistakes along the way because we're tracking a very elusive thing right now. This is the mystery of mysteries. This is the drama of all drama. This is the science fiction film of all science fiction films um, with all kinds of misdirects and red herrings and loose ends. And don't let that get you down. Don't feel shame for that. Don't feel bad about any of that stuff. If your goal is to find the truth and you keep working at it and you can admit when you're wrong and keep going forward and keep sorting it out and keep your mind open and keep documenting and keep trying to wake people up and just keep trying to wake yourself up. Take care of yourself. You want to help cleanse the world? Take care of your own health. If that's all you can do, you are contributing. Take care of your own mind. If that's all you can do, you are contributing. Stop listening to these people, especially even in the alternative media or other people out there, all these bloggers and commenters trying to bring your level of hope and faith and trust and power down to their level because they feel like shit and they're depressed and they've been beaten down and they're on their knees. Don't let them drag you down with them. Stand tall. You're the hero. This, you're the hero of this story. Let all the other people that are easily brought to their knees go to their knees. That's their karma. Count yourselves among the real warrior class in this time. Stay strong. Stay connected. Get rid of all the toxic people in your life. Don't talk to them. Quarantine yourself from them. They'll figure it out. They're on their own journey. Maybe they'll come back around like I've seen in my life. People coming back around. This is in, this is in higher hands now. This is out of our hands in a way. It's in our hands in one sense. Like your life is in your hands. But the bigger, bigger, bigger picture that I've been talking about, the bigger storm, that's cosmic. That's spiritual forces in high play. That's next level shit that we can't, we're just watching the effects of it roll out here. So at least have faith in that because we're seeing the signs everywhere. And remember, every storm has a calm point. It's like a tornado, the center, the eye of the storm, right? Isn't it interesting how nature has all these features that just speak brilliant truths to you? You want to be the one in the eye of the storm where the storm is spinning around you. And it's chaos and people are freaking out. They're losing their minds and they're melting down and they're, they don't know what to do and they're tearing their skin off because they're freaking so anxious. And you sit there, you're the Zen master because you know you have higher forces guiding you, protecting you. You know that you're equipped. You know that you came here for this. You know that you have something special to offer. You're here to be part of the cleanup patch-up crew after this is all blown over. After this storm sweeps through and breaks through all the houses and all the communities, you're here to be part of the cleanup crew. You're here to help lift people up that are going to need you. There's going to be a lot of confused people out there that need strong people that can help bring them up to speed about what's been going on while they were sleeping. And we have to have empathy for them. We can't just sit here and poke fun and trust me, I have my time. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated, but I get it. These people are all up against the most sophisticated propaganda brainwashing system the world has ever known. That's another rabbit hole that needs to be exposed that people need to know. Your governments around the world have been experimenting on you and using that knowledge to hold power over you. But you must have something special if they're that interested. If they're that interested to spend millions and millions and millions of dollars for decades and decades and decades from the Nazi experiments to the Soviet experiments to the experiments in Africa, India, now all over the world, this mass experiment going on, there must be something about humanity that they want to suppress, that they don't like, 
that threatens them. Don't take it as, as something to be afraid of. Take it as a, oh, well, maybe I'm a lot more powerful than I was previously thinking. So while the chaos is going around, stay centered in that. Stay censored in the fact that you're still here. You made it this far. You made it this far. You can make it to the next level. I remember there was a moment in my, it was my third degree black belt exam. It was about seven hours long. It was the most intense experience in my life. It was nonstop. Just let's basically, they tried to they put me through every possible challenge break me down and see if I see if I could still perform at an elite level under that kind of pressure. That was the test. It was brutal. And there was a moment where I literally, I don't, I blinked. I was so tired. I blinked and I was looking at the top of my head. I don't know. Like I, I went like, and I look and I, it was weird. It was like, I was all of a sudden like this, like I was looking down and then I like all of a sudden someone grabbed my arm. I was like, Dave, you got to go. And I'm, and I was right back. It was almost like I had a brief out of body. Like that's how tired I was. And I come back. And then I remember asking, I just need like 10 seconds. And then my instructor's like, no. I'm like, all right. And my friend comes up, one of my, one of my training colleagues comes up. He gives me some water. Drink this water. Drink the water. Drink the water. You can do this. Go, 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 go. You can do this. And it was that moment where your shoulders just drop and you go, I'm already, you kind of go, I'm already dead. So whatever I do next, it can't be worse than this. Like I can't get, I can't feel worse than this. I can't feel more tired than this. So I'm just going to do it. And I did it and I was able to do it perfect. I don't even, I don't even remember doing it. I just did it. I watched the footage after I went, Hey, that was actually pretty good. It looked, it felt like shit, but it looked pretty good. And, uh, I learned from that experience that when I hit the peaks of where I, I had never pushed myself to that level and then thought, wow, I've, I've never pushed myself to that level. I guess this is where I back off. And then I had to do it again and then push it again. And then I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm like five or six rungs of pushing myself above what I thought I could do already. And what that did was open up my mind to the fact that I can do a lot more than I thought. I've been deceiving myself that that was my cap. That was my, my peak. There's many other peaks because I was put in a situation where the pressure was on and I had to push through it. And I did, and I, I did it again and I was still alive and I wasn't out yet. And I did it again. And I realized it was, I was breaking through psychological walls. It wasn't just physical peak walls. It was psychological resistance that I was breaking through layers of it. And I remember after the exam, I'm like, Hey, thanks guys. I'll see you later. I dragged my foot. I went, and I slept for like 14 hours. Um, and I've, I've never, I've never been the same since that experience. I I've gained, I gained in that seven hours, I gained a level of confidence in myself and a level of self-knowledge that only when pushed not just to the brink, but past the brink times seven, was I able to really know that, hey, I've been, a lot of this is an illusion, you know? A lot of this is your thinking. A lot of this is your mind putting your body in a prison. And I'm telling you that story because that's where we're at. You're going to be pushed 
to levels on the precipice that are going to feel like, and you're going to say it, you're probably going to tweet it out or something like, I can't take this shit anymore. I'm done. But you're not done. Because it ain't over till it's over. And you can, you can handle a lot more than you think. And remember, you've been training and it might not feel like it because it's really uncomfortable. This last two years has been really uncomfortable. Would you agree? It's been uncomfortable for me. Trust me. I got my shit too. But what I've seen is that you, when you're in the process of building new muscles, and I'm talking psychologically and spiritually here and emotionally, when you're in the process of building those new muscles, you don't notice that you're getting stronger because you're getting stronger and then you're pushing yourself more. So you're always in the push. So you can't see that you've just gone up about 12 different levels. You're stronger 12 times that you were when this whole thing started. But you didn't notice it because the whole time it was uncomfortable. And do you wonder, do you want to know why you're still standing? It's because you've been building a foundation of strength a well of strength in you through this trauma, watching all this happen, crying the tears, feeling all the emotions, feeling the, the highs and the lows and the hope and then the, oh my God, we're totally screwed and going through this dark night of the soul because you are being equipped to inherit the earth. I don't know how else to say it. You are being equipped to be the shelter in the storm for other people as time goes. And if you're a solo person, then you're being equipped to be the shelter in your own future storms as you continue to watch this time we live in unfold. So don't doubt your ability to handle immense pressure and challenge. Don't hide from it. Don't repress anything because if you do that during this trauma, by the time this is all over, you'll be that person with PTSD. You'll be that person that is, is a shattered mind. But if you sit with it and you allow the sorrow and the pain and the, the, the trauma of what you're going through, just, just sit with it. Just sit with it and pay talk to it. Communicate with it. Stand above it. Look at it. Love it. Thank it because it's tempering you into the warrior that you were always meant to be. That's how I see it, as cheesy as that might sound. That's, that's what I see. So I don't want to hear any of this shit about giving up. I don't want to hear any of this complaining of all oh, this stuff that's happening. I don't want to hear any, I don't, want, I don't care what people are saying about what they think, and I don't, I don't have time for it. This is, we need Spartans now. We need Samurais. We need wolf packs. We need freaking Marines now. We need like, you know, world champion level. You know what makes the difference between the average, the top five in the heavyweight division or the, the champ? It's that person that can go to the 12th dimension of suffering and is comfortable there. And has that confidence going into that fight. And most of the time, those kind of people, they don't even need to go to that level because they are so confident that they can, that they don't have to. And that's the kind of mindset I recommend you start to cultivate. Whatever your practice is, yoga, martial arts, going for a jog, going for a walk, 
reading the right books that inspire you, um, tuning into podcasts, doing push-ups in the morning, uh, but do an activity once a day, once a day, whether it's a mental activity or a physical activity, do it once a day, something that challenges you just a little bit and start to be observing the process of what that challenge feels like and doc, be present. Don't just kind of, I'm going to take it, get it done. Okay. Go through it. Oh, finally it's done. Okay. All right. I'm out of here. Like, don't do that. Be conscious. Be like, I'm in, I'm uncomfortable. I feel the pain. I embrace the pain. It's here. Yes. Thank you. It's worth it. And every time you finish that activity in your mind, flip a little switch that says, I was just upgraded. I was just upgraded, even just a little bit. Instead of flipping your eggs, try to do the double flip. <laughs> I don't know. Find a challenge, a little one. And, uh, you know, get a punching bag or something. I don't know. Do something that's hard for you a little bit and then pay attention and then use that as information so that when shit gets really hard with all this stuff, you have that to go back to as a reference point to go, well, I did the double egg flip. So, or I did the extra pushups or I did, and I know it's kind of, I'm, I'm just kind of like, I'm joking around a little bit, but you guys know what I mean. You have a point of reference, like what I was using as a point of reference with that exam that I did. I'm sure you guys have a marathon you ran or a, something hard that you had to go through or maybe even a trauma or a loss that's hard to deal with, but it's there. It's real. You have to deal with it. You can't run from that. And you can draw strength from that and apply it in the scenarios that I think we're going to be experiencing. We're all experiencing right now. So that's what got me out of my funk. And I wanted to share that with you guys because I hope it helps you. And, uh, we're all here. You've got, honestly, I've got, when I look back at the battlefield and I see the types of people that are standing at our side right now, the doctors, the lawyers, even people in politics, every, every place people are coming out and showing their strength. And we're seeing it. We're seeing leaders rise up now that never would have risen up before. We're seeing, yeah, we're seeing the worst in humanity, but don't forget that we're also seeing the best. So take heart in that. You're not alone. You got that French world champion boxer on your side. <laughs> I'm just going to go knock these people out. Like you get the spirit of humanity is, is rising. So I'll leave that with you. I hope you got something out of it. Um, what am I doing on my next show? I'm trying to get a guest for next week. We'll see if I can do it. Oh, I'm trying to work out with that Chris guy on the Vanguard stuff. I'm trying to get him on. Um, we'll, we'll try to organize something with him. I think that'll be a good conversation. Um, and then, I just finished recording. I don't know if I mentioned it, but today I did a pre-recording for Unslaved. We had John Paul Rice come on and talk to Michael Tessarian, and it was absolutely epic. It's everything you think it's going to be and more. It was so cool. I just I didn't say it too much because I'm like, this is great. Uh, it's awesome. So unslaved.com, that should be out tomorrow or the day after. That's a good conversation. Um, chapter three, I, I gave myself a little extra time because it's been busy and I can only sit in, my in front of my computer so long, but I want to do it justice. So uh, October 5th is the date. If I get it done earlier, I'll release it earlier, but I'm giving myself a little extra room. Uh, so please help me get the word out about that series. I think it'll be good tools uh, for you all. And you can go download it. You can download it off Vimeo. You can chop it up if you want to make small little bite-sized people pieces for your friends. I'm giving this to you guys. Go ahead. 
Uh, if you find some value, I definitely, I do have a donate link, but the best way to support it is to uh, share it out. And um, don't forget about my sponsor. Stop buying stuff at Walmart. Stop giving these people your money. Stop paying Vanguard. Go check it out. Uh, we made the website truthwarriorswitch.com to start off an option for you to have another place to get the supplies that we all buy until we for our whole lives. Um, if you don't like what I do, go find something else that's comparable that is not supporting the big monopoly stores. Stop giving them your money and uh, let's starve this out and let's go win this. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll catch you later. Cheers.